In the final episode of this interview series, Anton talks to two of his childhood friends and they talk about the lockdown experience in the USA as well as in Australia. Let's listen in. Podcasting from the Pearl of the Orient, Manila, Philippines, this is Shift Forward, where we talk about getting things done and all things productivity. And now your host, Coach Rai and Anton. Good day, everyone. I have now my two friends. One is from US and one from Australia. Um, the one in Australia is an IT professional. He's been um, doing work from home since um, February. And my friend who's in the US, he is a health and medical professional. So before we begin, a brief introduction from my friend in Australia. Um, Chris, how are you doing? Yes, hi. Uh, I'm doing great, man. Okay, so how are you doing in terms of the lockdown situation? Do you have um, lockdown in Australia and how are you coping up with um, things? Sure. Um, basically, um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard or have seen the news. Um, Australia's got a lockdown on travel restrictions, basically. Um, so no no flights coming in, no flights coming out. So we're basically a one country, one island kind of thing. And um, I live in the western, the western side of the uh, of the country. Um, we also have uh, border restrictions in place, but uh, coming down to the community, um, we do have some sort of a restriction in a way that people or the um, frontline workers, the essential workers, as we call it, they, they have, they're, they're kind of like asking people to stay at home if you don't need to be out, and which is kind of like really the main thing here. Um, social distancing and staying at home if you don't need to be out um, really works for us or has worked for us um, because it had lowered down the number of cases for uh, Western Australia. Thanks, yep. Chris. And... How about you, uh, Aldin, who's in the U.S. right now and is also a frontliner because he's working in a hospital? How are things out there? Uh, so actually, I'm working in a skilled nursing facility. It's uh, it's not a hospital. So the only difference right now is visitors are not allowed for the patients. And at the same time, uh, all the workers are wearing uh, the PPEs that um, it's necessary even for non-COVID patients right now. Uh, in our place, there's not much restriction compared to like in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. But um, as what they said, um, it's, it's up to you to take risk if you would like to go out with your family. And well, most of the restaurants here are closed already. But yeah. basically, you can still go to like if you're from from... Nevada or California, you can still travel to places without any restrictions. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, we, we do have this kind of like the same um, situation here. Um, a lot of shops have closed, uh, non-essential mm -hmm. stuff like uh, uh, I think, you know, the barber, barbershop, those kind of stuff, like things that you would, you could kind of, kind of like forego um, for a bit. Uh, they're essentially closed, but um, mm -hmm. 
restrictions, there are restrictions in traveling to uh, regional areas within, um, within Western Australia. Um, and then crossing the border to uh, the next or the neighboring state is kind of like closed at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why you guys don't have that yet, but yeah, sometimes I do follow the news in um, on the TV and yeah, I, I kind of like see the difference between uh, what's happening outside and here. I'm not so sure about what's happening in other states, but uh, some of my friends told me that like in Las Vegas, you're not allowed to go out without a mask, probably similar with um, California. But here in our city, since maybe because there are only like eight uh, positive cases here, it's very lax here. There's no much imp implementation of the the kind of restrictions that were given by the governor in Arizona. Yep. Probably in um, Phoenix, um, if you are driving and probably there are enforcers, enforcers who are going to uh, get ID from you, if you're not an essential worker or a frontliner, you will not be allowed to go from place to another place. I but see. Here. I see. It's almost similar here. Only those people with um, IDs that are able to pass along the checkpoint because um, some of the people that don't have any business um, moving to another location should not be allowed to enter that um, area, particular area because of the quarantine um, situation. Like for example, here in, in our place, since I'm a physical therapist, our company gave us like a letter. So this letter will prove that I'm a frontliner and I can go to my workplace if I need to show to them a proof of it. Or like an, an exception. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask the two of you. I, I'm sure there are differences, but what is the major difference um, with this um, situation versus your normal situation back then? Yeah, uh, well, I can probably go first. So basically, mm -hmm. this is not the new, I mean, there is now a new normal for us. And the new normal for us is that um, people are more um, aware of the, th the things that are happening around them. And, you know, uh, when, when kids or say people used to not wash their hands five times or 10 times a day, now we kind of like do, because that's basically how you, how you get your, um, how you protect yourself and protect your family from getting it. If, if you do get one of those bad bugs out there, you know, and, um, there are the the main difference really is that um, you kind of like think you, you need to think of a way to protect yourself not just yourself but also um, the people around you so that's a major difference um, before people don't just don't care you go out and whatever happens happens but now you, you think before you act okay how about you Aldin, um, any major difference that you observe or realize um, during the lockdown scenario? Since we are, me and my wife are both uh, health workers here. Um, so when we go home, um, we, we have established a certain area of our house. So we're in, we, we have to undress 
on this part since it's a non-sterile part. So there's our hamper, there's our um, there's a um, separate shoe rack for for our, our outdoor shoes. So basically, we have designated certain parts of our house that are non-sterile, and there are certain parts of our house that are sterile. So, like for example, when you, when we do groceries, uh, before we we unpack all the things, so we yeah. we set we separate the, the the you know the outer packages. Yeah. So a lot we of do things that here. Have, yeah, a lot of things have uh, we we adopted some changes. Yeah. Here. We we do that as well here, um, Aldin. Um we kind of like um we we order a lot of stuff. I order a lot of stuff on, on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And um every time a new package or a new box arrives, uh I strip everything out in, in, in the garage, mm -hmm. leave the box there and let's stay mm -hmm. there for a couple, good couple of days. Like two or, or three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, sometimes what I do is I, I get some strong disinfectant, um, spray that on on a piece of cloth or something, and then wipe the box out off all over. I don't care if it if it gets wet or you know the, the box gets wet or yeah. something because I don't care. In in reality, you don't care about the boxes, right? Yeah. It yeah they go straight to the bin. What you care about is the content, but even so, sometimes you think about uh, people packaging or putting those stuff in the box. Are they contaminated or not? You don't know. So we kind of like do the same thing. We I wash anything that can be washed, including mm -hmm. groceries. And it's it's kind of like crazy, but uh, I guess that's the reality of things um, because you never know um, what you might be getting. Any particular substance that you use? Strong disinfectant. I can't really give you the, the, the names, I guess. Uh, the, um, what I do is I, I research. Whatever works for, um, you know, antibacterial or anti, um, anything that is kind of like kills 99.9% .9 of germs or whatever, um, that's what I would normally use. Yeah, for example, outside our house, we, uh, we have a Lysol. It's a you know, disinfectant spray. We use it in our shoes, spe specifically in the, in the soles of the shoes, just to make sure that everything is you know sterile before you enter the house. And even if um, you are sure that those those things are disinfected already, we still designated certain parts that are you know non-sterile. So. Kids, our kids are not allowed to go that part. So we have an extra measure. I think uh, for us, what we do is no shoes inside the house. Okay. All shoes are to remain outside. It doesn't matter. We, we don't care. Kind of like, we don't care if you've just stepped out of the garage or mm -hmm. had a walk around the, um, the pavilion. Um, as long as you, when you come back, you need to make sure that those shoes remain outside or remain in the garage and not inside. Um, I guess uh, I've seen it from one, from from some articles and from some YouTube um, videos saying that yeah, this is one way of making sure that yeah uh, you stay safe. Mm -hmm. uh, Anthony was asking a while ago about the kind of disinfectant that we use. So um, I was able to purchase like a an alcohol that is ninety one percent here. 
So I put it in a, a spray bottle. So that's what, that's what we use here. Okay, and um, you've mentioned about um, kids. I'm sure um, I know both of you have, um, have kids and I'm sure the kids um, realized and as well as I don't know if um, the correct term is suffered is um, they've suffered that um, they're not able to go out yeah. of the house anymore and of you, have, you have to make them engage when they're at home and um, I'd like to know how do you balance the different hats um, between um, working and uh, managing the kids um, within the household because right now it's um, having kids it's really challenging and having mm-hmm. kids that um, uh, that should stay at home because of the situation will be more challenging because um, um, they cannot um, play outside anymore. Um, they cannot um, see their playmates uh, because of the situation. So how are you currently managing um, this situation with your kids? So right now, um, since they are out of school, they just do their homework or you know the online learning um fortunately for for us here our eldest is very responsible so they 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 did like a, a role playing here so my eldest uh plays the role of the a teacher and a principal they they say that to themselves and she's the one who who um manages and help help her siblings to like go go through with the activities and homeworks that they have online especially that uh, my youngest is just like six years old right now so yeah cool. that's it yeah well uh, for us uh, it's kind of like the same <clears throat> um, kids are able to i guess the, the main thing with kids i guess is um whenever possible, try to be honest and try to explain to them the reality of things. Because you, you, um, kids are very, um, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but kids are very, actually very intelligent. They, they um, see things as they are, but if you try to explain to them why this is happening and why we have, we have to do it, um, they, they do get it. So for us, um, we, we kind of like, involve them in watching the news and then we tell them stories about why this is happening and um, what has been happening around the world and what we should do to kind of like um, help them and help ourselves as well so we kind of like involve them in 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 the act of uh, what as what you've seen in, in out, out there in the internet it's all about we're all in this together kind of thing Mm-hmm. So we we involve them in um, okay well if this is were, if this were to happen to us what do we need to do what what should we do and they they understand by by trying to explain to them what what needs to happen they understand that uh, okay well um, I can't really play with my friends but it doesn't mean that I have to stop seeing them I can always ring them on on the phone or on, on the iPad or Zoom or whatever. So it doesn't really stop them from playing with their friends or having a chat with their friends because there are, there's always this technology that we can use to make them or get them to connect with other people. 
but uh, when it comes to like real play, like physical play outside, um, I guess we don't really have a choice. Um, huh. It's not recommended to be playing out in the in the playground. Playground, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, because <laughs> you know kids touch almost everything. You tell them not to, yeah. and they do, and they've already touched like ten times. So um, it's really difficult. Uh, but uh, there there are ways where you can simply just play in the backyard if you have a backyard or if you have a spare room then maybe uh, set up some some you know makeshift tent and then play play something you know there, there's always room for um, activities where you can involve not just the kids but the entire family um, you know back then when we when we were kids we, we used to like uh, go out and then just play or or even stay in one uh, at someone else's room and then just, you know, uh, have fun without, you know, um, worrying about play, anything else. Play tongues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> play, play cards. <laughs> There's always room for uh, being creative. Yeah. Okay. I miss those days. Yeah. Good, good insights. And so far, um, let me ask you, what was the biggest challenge so far for you and your family or maybe for you and your wife in terms of um, dealing with the COVID-19 lockdown scenario? Okay, so as a health uh, professional working in a SNF or skilled nursing facility, um, first you have to have a presence of mind in dealing with everything by just, you know, wearing the... PPEs that we have, taking it off and cleaning yourself before going home, just to be sure that um, you don't bring any, you know, anything that's not good for your family um, is a very big challenge because we're not used to it. It creates a paranoia. It's it, people are paranoid, especially if if one of your it's family members, yeah, it, one of your family members are were affected with this. Some of my, my co-workers, uh, she told me that her an uncle just died probably three or four weeks ago due to COVID. So you, you will know that it, this is really happening and, and, and we are in face-to-face -face with patients who have possible um, virus infection of you know, this COVID-19. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. First of all, um, for Aldin and his uh, wife, or anyone working the uh, in the medical profession, I guess um, it's um, you know it's it's a really tough thing for them, uh, I guess. And I kind of like really feel for them. And whatever we can do to support them, we we've got your back, basically. Um, Thanks. Because I my my sister and my um my two sisters also work in the um health industry so i kind of like really feel for them that uh yeah, they have to go through this this routine of serving and helping people because that's what you guys are have signed up for in, in 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 some sense but i know there's also this bit that you didn't sign up for um endangering yourself while mm -hmm. taking care of patients you know so uh, i feel for you guys um, for us, well, to be honest, the, the biggest challenge really is the um, 
this transition of having to worry about potentially getting infected and then getting sick because you weren't careful or someone uh, in the shops, for example, wasn't careful enough to know that if, if you're sick, you should have stayed at home. And it's, it's, um, it's having the thought or keeping the thought that um, you don't, if you've got this virus with, it, with you or you have suspicion that you might have it, then stay at home because it's really important for us to uh, work together to ensure that we don't, we basically stop the spread. It's breaking the chain of, uh, of the spread that is, I guess, the, the most important thing. And working around that is, is um, it's kind of difficult these days because every move you make, you need to think of whether um, there is a potential of um, touch, touching or contracting the, the virus. And it doesn't even matter if it's, it's COVID-19 or any other type of virus, as long as, you know, whatever, whatever is out there, um, it's not something that you want to take home back to your family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that's the biggest challenge there is really um, how do you move around uh, doing your groceries, grocery runs, uh, when you know that groceries will be packed with people. And how do you social, do the social distancing of, of making sure that nobody, you're kind of like 1.5 or two meters away from, from each other. Sometimes you're able to because there are, you know, restrictions or rules in, in the shops where uh, there are only two people, three people allowed per lane. But what about um, for those people who, who don't adhere or don't stick to those rules? So <laughs> that's a challenge. That's already the challenge there. Um, you're trying to do the right thing, but if the other people or other people around you don't, then it, it gets really hard. So I guess, yeah, working together is, um, is a very important and um, that's, that's the main challenge here. It's not just a talk about, uh, you know, it's not just about looking out for yourself, but looking out for, um, everybody um, in the community. It's, it, it's, it all starts in the community, I guess. Chris, Yo. are, you, are you required to wear a mask when you go out or go to groceries there? No, not at all. Uh, things, there are, there, are, there are different kind of like uh, views. People have different views and I have mm -hmm. my view as well on, on whether we should be uh, wearing a mask or not. Uh, two weeks ago, I'm kind of like insistent that every time we go out, wear a mask and wear some gloves. Mm -hmm. um, I do that and I, I tell my wife to do that. Uh, I'm, between m me and my wife, uh, she does the grocery run. I do uh, something else. So, <laughs> um, But the oh. thing is, um, every time I go out, it's just me and my wife and a couple of people who, who kind of like really wears the mask or um, a surgical mask or an N95 or wear, wear the gloves. Uh, most people don't. And we, we respect that. that. That's okay. That's fine. But uh, as long as they also respect you, um, trying to kind of like protect yourself because you never know what the story is behind a person wearing um, the mask. They might be sick, they might have it, or they might just be um, 
you know, uh, have some underlying condition that they really don't want to get anything. Uh-huh. You know, not not even the the normal flu. So, um, I guess it's all about you know respecting other people. So yeah, it it's not recommended uh, or not enforced, but it's more of a personal thing, a personal choice. If if you want to wear one, then by all means, do it. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd like to. Uh, ask you another question because um, this situation is essentially affected everyone and um, some people yeah. that I've talked to um, they said that their me time um, like personal time is one of the most affected because since not everyone are is able to go out of the house so it's essentially them what's, inside the house and they miss what's their, me time me time um it's your personal time um just i'm I'm um, kidding (laughs) (laughs) what what do you mean me time you're a dad you work you you don't have me time in this kind of situation what kind of me time are you talking about (laughs) yeah um it's it's the, the the me time is also very hard because as much as you know I work five days a week um, Monday to Friday the regular working hours so eight eight thirty to five kind of thing so and then um, working in IT you kind of get odd calls in the night or in the morning because if people need you because they need to be um, they need to have access to certain things. I manage the network for for the company. So um, if something's down or something's not working for someone, uh, a VIP or an executive, business executive, so they kind of like call me um, whenever they, they need my help. So it's me time for us, for, for me, for example, is um, I guess I only get that me time at night, really late night. Um, but I don't mind having little or almost nothing because what I do is I trick myself that, uh, me time for me, is not exactly just me spending my time on, on alone because uh, during, um, even before this, uh, uh, pandemic, um, I think of me time for me as, uh, I'd rather spend it with, uh, my wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's a very safe answer, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife's listening, so I, I better <laughs> give you real honest answers. <laughs> How about you? Um, before this, um, before this uh, recording, I you you've mentioned Alvin that you were drinking a bottle or two with your wife. Is this, yeah. do, do, do you consider that as a me time? Yeah, I consider it as a me time because, you know, it's a kind of like enjoyment um, in this kind of situation that we have. Because, uh, well, today was uh, a different day because we we cooked um, Filipino dishes right now. So I, I was able to cook um, uh, tokwat baboy and uh, sinigang. So, yeah, we were enjoying uh, right now. And 
it's it's um it's um a rare occasion here in in our place because we don't have uh much filipino source here if we want yeah if if we we would like to um purchase like filipino items or we would like to go to filipino grocery the nearest will be one and a half hours from here which is uh well henderson nevada already it's like vegas already So yeah, but for yeah for my for my me time I just you know go out jog a couple of rounds here around our complex and yeah that's it. Oh, even okay. going to the even the gyms here are closed so we can yeah do anything. same same here same here yeah I, I remembered something I I was gonna ask you about uh, how about table tennis or um. Yeah, because before before this pandemic, I used to play. Uh, my me time was like playing basketball and on Saturdays. Um, but even even so, I kind of like always encourage my son to go with me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I get to spend time playing alone, of of course, with with um, all but I mean, but myself with my friends. But um, during breaks i kind of like go back to my son and say hey um do you want to have a couple of uh you know run around the, the court and uh, do a bit of shooting and whatever but that was before but nowadays it's more of yeah okay well i can't really do that so what we do is we end up you know playing time together um i've got a small i've got a basketball um at, at the back so every afternoon we kind of like okay here's the ball shoot a couple of hoops and um and sometimes uh go biking because we're still allowed to go out and make some rounds mm-hmm. yeah here in uh in the u.s generally i think all of the recreational centers parks are closed so you can you can't go to certain parks and do basketball or play any any kind of sport right now even the shooting ranges are closed but can you can you like ride a bike within the suburbs yes yes you can do that uh, like yeah. around the complex yeah that's yeah, you, what we you can do. do that okay yeah that's what we do we don't really need to go to like a real park or or something uh but mm-hmm. every kind of like every suburb here it's more like a village uh back in in the in the philippines we we have our own um uh you know play centers or play 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 area and then um a huge oval or something um where mm-hmm. people play sports different sports so what what we do is we kind of like just ride around the village or mm-hmm. the uh the estate and that's it a uh, 30 30 minutes of that is good enough for uh, for us as long as they get some fresh air and you know at least yeah. see something not just the four walls of your uh, your house I guess mm-hmm. yeah get sunlight <laughs> yeah yeah especially that and um, to be honest my my two kids they are the ones who actually kind of like would normally ask me can I go out can I can we go biking um, so. It's actually the other way around. They are the ones asking me, "Can we go out?" Instead of me, like, "Hey, let's go out." Mm-hmm. So, so, which yeah. is good, I guess. Yeah. 
what about you anthony um what's what's happening there i know there are you guys have a more uh, you guys call it ecq right a more enhanced yeah it's enhanced kind of thing? enhanced community quarantine so the situation here in manila is only one member of the household can go in and out of the house so he he or she can go in and out of the house as long as um there's a home quarantine pass so this is um okay this is distributed one per household by the um community officials so okay from time to time uh, within checkpoints um they ask for um the purpose of your travel so yeah usually it's um for the groceries or buying um stuff um some people also have them um, for um work related cases so people who doesn't have the pass are usually being forced to turn around and go back to their place but for some they're they're asked to be penalized um, or be yeah. imprisoned so it's really some people find it um hard in terms of coping up but um for me in terms of me time what i do is um at night when my wife and my kids are asleep i usually sneak in a an, an episode of a tv series or one short movie um a 90 minute or mm-hmm. um 2 hour movie um that's my mm-hmm. me time mm-hmm. and then i usually have um uh, a bottle of beer or a glass of um whiskey while mm-hmm. watching movie and then sometimes it's just um a me time can only be me and a bottle of beer and then i'm just um thinking yeah. out what will i do the following day or after three days um, for me to be able right. to plan out my yeah. my week or so- sometimes How- my me time is looking out at the pantry and then in the fridge and what are the things that i need to buy the following day <laughs> because how, how often do you get me time i think every other day as long as um because every other day because i need to sleep early too on the other days and then sometimes i also need that um, me time for myself yeah Um some people That's... I've spoken um their me time is um on their phones on um, playing um games or um being yeah. active in their social social media. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook. So I think this will be my last question for the two of you. So what things are you planning to start doing that um pertaining to the discussion that we've had or What are the tips that um, you want to give out to those people who are still tr- struggling in coping up with um, the situation right now? Well, um, always stay safe. Um, stay at home if you don't have any essential um, purpose to go out. Um, always. Um, try to consider your family um you know before i mean try to consider that going out can can um bring you to having a an infection or being a you know a carrier of the the virus since we don't know who has it there are certain persons who have who are asymptomatic or carriers 
So, yeah, stay safe, stay at home as much as possible. And uh, when you're at home, well, enjoy yourself. Don't think, of, don't don't overthink of you know this situation right now. Um, stay focused with what you're doing, especially if you're working at home. I think that's it. Uh, by by the way, guys, I have a question for you. Um, go, go, go. Like like for example, there in, in the Philippines, do you have any problems in terms of like certain items that you can find in the grocery or like for example, here we are having uh, problems in terms of getting rice or other items that are like um, the bleach yeah. wipes, um, those disinfectant sprays. Uh, it's out of the you know the stores yes. right now. Out of stock. Yeah, yeah. We have, yeah. We have shortages of here in Manila. We have shortages of um, disinfectant spray. So mm -hmm. the Lysol's as well as the um, rubbing alcohol. So okay. Um, mm -hmm. There's a shortage, and before that, um, vegetables as well. Not all vegetables are available in the um, groceries or supermarket. And then from time to time, it's bread. Um, the usual brand of beds that um, you get in the grocery on a weekly basis are not available all the time. So from time to time, um, you get lucky that you're able to get all of the your grocery list 100%. But um, right yeah. now, it's I, I just feel happy if 75% um, of the grocery, from the grocery list items that I have, I was able to buy. But it's very hard for for us to get um, all of these, especially the ones that I've mentioned. Sometimes the baby diaper, diapers, the nappies. I asked this question because uh, Anthony mentioned a while ago that he was looking at, at his fridge, checking if what are the items uh, that he needs to buy for tomorrow. So right now here, um, what I do is I, I try to talk with my you know, network with my friends. If they went to like Walmart or Sam's Club or any, any kind of groceries, I, I always talk to them and try to ask them if 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 you can grab the see, same stuff for you. Yeah, yeah, if they see if you see a rice or anything that's you know, tell <laughs> bag us. of rice, pick it up yes. for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what we do here because it's, you know <laughs> it's hard it's hard to get out of of this to those necessities. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the same here for us. But um, I guess uh, for for me and my wife, it's the wife who actually uh, does the grocery run, and I guess she loves. I I can't say that she loves doing it, but I guess she's used to it because they normally go. <laughs> yeah, they normally go. She normally goes out with her friends uh, doing okay. the shopping kind of thing. So. If you break that habit, you're kind of like uh, taking one kind of like thing that uh, she kind of like she 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 would rather not stay at home. She would rather be out than stay at home. Mm -hmm. So if okay. I take that one thing away from her, you know, you might get in trouble or something. But anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is, um, our friends, our family friends here, our friends here, they they kind of like do the same thing. So. If they've noticed that there's a new stock of rice, a couple of bags in in a in a Filipino shop or something, they they kind of like text 
everybody else and say, hey, mm-hmm. I've, I've just noticed that there's a new set of, you know, fresh stock coming in or mm-hmm. had had um, landed in this shop. Uh, you, you Do you want to get one for you or um, do you want to come here and then get one yourself? Because the thing is, it's they can probably grab those for us if if they are allowed to. But if they're not, because there are restrictions in how many bags yeah, of rice you can limited. buy, then yeah, then obviously you 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 <laughs> just have to drive yourself and you know go get one yourself. Go there, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, uh, I do the uh, I fill up the petrol for the car. I do those other things. The wife mm-hmm. just does the uh, the grocery run. Groceries, yeah. Because um, I think she's too afraid for me to do the groceries because it's either I pick up extra stuff that aren't really necessary or mm-hmm. um, she just doesn't want to spend uh, me to spend anything more than we have to because I kind of like, yeah. Let's say she tells me to grab a box of or a pack of um, eggs, a dozen of eggs. Mm-hmm. I usually just I usually don't just buy one. I buy two, two. <laughs> or sometimes three, because yeah. I know I, I don't want to be uh, coming back uh, the day after or in, in a week's time to to get the same thing. I'd rather okay. Well, if I can buy four now, then that means I don't I save up on the trip next week. Yeah. Um, with Anthony's question. Uh, well, as an IT professional, I guess we always kind of like wish that we had more time to study so that we can get, you know, certified for certain things, um, improve on on IT, any any IT stuff, say coding, software mm-hmm. development or um, network administration or something, anything related to IT. Okay, um, thank you for the insights, uh, Alden and Chris. Thanks again for listening to Shift Forward. This is Coach Shai with Anton. And if you have any questions for us, please do leave a message through Anchor or you can always send us an email at hello at shift-forward.com. That's hello at shift-forward.com. Thanks and talk to you again soon.